I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online News for Thursday, January 28th. A Steinbeck pastor who is petitioning the provincial government to reopen Manitoba churches has gained over 4,000 signatures of support within the first week of the campaign. Connor Gerbrandt has more. Last week Wednesday, Cornerstone Bible Church pastor Eric Hansberger launched a petition in partnership with churches from Altona, Bozizer and Morden. The gathering of churches in Manitoba has been either prohibited or significantly limited since March of 2020. And our simple assertion is that churches should be able to gather in person without fear of penalty. So the purpose of the petition is to gather those who feel the same way uh, and pass that message on. Hansberger's suggestion is not that all churches suddenly fling their doors open to everyone, but that the province allows them to assess the COVID-19 risk in their individual communities and make their own decision on how to wisely proceed. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And residents in the town of Neverville will be paying more this year to have their garbage collected. Following a virtual public hearing during their most recent meeting, Neverville Mayor Myron Dick says his council approved a new waste collection bylaw, as is their procedure every 10 years. The levy changed from, I think, $118 and change to 125 It hadn't changed in four years, so with inflation, that's roughly 1.5% per year. He notes the new bylaw also allows council to supplement additional service costs if it is warranted by unexpected complications like sudden spikes in gas pricing. And thanks to a significant provincial grant, the Stabak Arts Council will be able to offer all of their programs free of charge for the next two months. The Stabak Arts Council recently received funding through the Safe at Home Manitoba program. Director of Development Cindy Rempel-Patrick says this grant is great for the Arts Council, but it also provides amazing opportunities for the community. The program was designed so that you could create activities that people could do at home safely, and we, as one of the recipients, will provide those activities. So we received a a generous grant, which allows us to do so much programming, as well as concerts, as well as a camp, and after-school program, and this lets us sustain our operations in, in being creative and engaging people in creativity. Director of Programming David Clausen says recent grants have also allowed them to invest in technology so that they can provide high-quality virtual programs. In the past, he notes, they have done try a class for free promotions, but this is a step up. In this case, people can be part of six-week programs for free. And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. Public health officials confirmed this morning there are 133 new cases of the virus in our province. Seven are from Southern Health. None of those new cases are in Steinbeck, which means our city has now gone seven straight days without a new case of COVID-19. Meanwhile, there are eight Manitobans that have died with COVID-19. Today's death toll includes a woman in her 80s linked to the outbreak at Heritage Life Personal Care Home in Neverville. And when it comes to making some travel plans across Canada, well, you may need to make some adjustments beginning tomorrow. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Anyone entering Manitoba from anywhere in Canada will be required to self-isolate for 14 days. But Dr. Jazz Atwal, acting Deputy Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, says he expects there will be exemptions. For example, he expects the public health order will allow for Manitobans with cottages in Ontario to cross the border without needing to self-isolate. A home or a property that's close to the border and you regularly go there, uh, then then you would be exempt uh, as long as you, again, fulfill the requirements per the order of of not using any other services. Uh, You know, you don't have any symptoms of COVID-19. And and also maintaining that uh, you're not interacting with other households as well while you're there. 
Others exempt would include essential workers as well as health care workers. Also, Dr. Atwal says he expects it will be stated in the order that those who have already left the province for non-essential reasons would be exempt upon their return. I'm Shannon Duick. And though we've told several theft stories in the past couple of days, none like this one. There was an armed robbery in broad daylight this Tuesday afternoon in Ildeshane. At about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, St. Pierre RCMP responded to an armed robbery at a financial institution on Main Street. Officers were told that a lone male carrying bear spray entered the building, threatened staff, and demanded money. The suspect was provided a sum of cash and then fled the scene in what is believed to be a dark red four-door vehicle. The male suspect is described as approximately six feet tall with a slim build and blonde hair. He was wearing a high visibility reflective vest, black and yellow colored ear protection, black jacket and pants, brown boots and a black neck warmer pulled over his face. The photo can be seen in the news story at steinbeckonline.com. A search of the area did not locate the suspect or vehicle, but officers did recover many of his belongings in a ditch about one kilometer east of Ildeshane. So anyone who can identify the suspect or has information is asked to contact St. Pierre RCMP or Crime Stoppers. And Steinbeck RCMP are looking for the individuals responsible for a trailer theft from a construction site along Windham Estates Drive in Steinbeck. Reporter Connor Gerbrandt has more. According to an employee of Steinherm Mechanical, the trailer was stolen around 4 a.m. on Tuesday. He says the trailer was relocated along Hespler Street the following morning with its locks cut open and roughly $5,000 worth of tools missing. Police note this is the second trailer theft that occurred in their jurisdiction that night, but do not expect the two events are related, as the other theft took place a considerable distance away, near Pansy. Anyone with more information on either of these crimes is asked to contact the Steinbeck RCMP or Crime Stoppers. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. Thank you, Connor. And when it comes to driving your car in this cold weather, your first concern might be to avoid the winter snake. You know, when you forget to unplug your extension cord. Steinbeck Community Constable Dennis Redekop would also like to remind you that if you make a point of warming up your car before you head out to work in the morning, there's a chance the vehicle could get stolen. It just only takes a matter of seconds, right? So it's often, you know, crime of opportunity. According to Redekop, there are instances every winter of mischief makers snatching vehicles that are left running while unoccupied. As the cold temperatures continue here in southeastern Manitoba, Redekop offers some advice. One thing we do recommend is not, you know, leaving your keys in the vehicles. It's unfortunate if people don't have a command start, but uh, if you don't, you know, stay close by or stay in the vehicle when the vehicle's running to warm up. Redekop says generally it is smart to never leave a vehicle unlocked with keys visible to passers-by, no matter what season it is. For these stories and more, including photos, full interviews, video, and yes, even mild weekend weather details, go to StuntBackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.